0: RCR with Paul Brennan, Reality Check Radio. Back in my day, it was smoking, smoking cigarettes. We used to go behind the bushes every lunchtime and smoke cigarettes. And that kind of ebbed away. But now vaping is here. Okay, uh, adults are vaping, but um, younger people are vaping as well. And it's a concern Dawn Aykroyd is the Chair of the Principals Association for Secondary Schools in Hawke's Bay, and she has joined us to talk about this problem. Dawn, welcome to Reality Check Radio. Thanks for coming on.
1: Kia Paul. Thank you for the invite.
0: Okay. So I just mentioned back in my day, we were, you know, um, snucking behind the bushes any chance we got to smoke cigarettes. No one liked that back then. Certainly mm. the teachers at the school and the principal didn't like uh, that back then, <laughs> but we did it. So... Mm. This is kind of just a new version of that the way I see it, though I'm not downplaying it because there are issues that go with it. How much of a problem is vaping in schools now? It looks like there's been quite a growth just in the last two or three years.
1: Correct. Oh, look, Paul, it is a huge problem. Um, The rates of vaping have doubled in the last few years and more alarming um, are the number of students the actual age of students. So um, a lot of year nine and 10 students, but increasingly intermediate students. And I've even heard of some primary school students. So that is a real concern.
0: Okay. Again, um, you know, we used, to, I started smoking cigarettes at the age of 12. I'm not proud of that, but that's, that's what mm. happened. And I, and obviously wised up and gave up a long time ago, though I, to be honest here, full disclosure, I have the old vape. I do. But um, when you say just in the last period of time. Yes. So that is a very quick sort of expansion of of vaping yes. users. Yes. Um, we, do we need to understand, and I've been trying to look into some, uh, you know, as quickly as I, I could, given that all the things that are happening, uh, to see what are the health risks to vaping. Mm. And it seems that there really isn't any, real consensus on on what those health risks are there are some they don't appear to be as 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 dire as smoking tobacco Mm -hmm. that has a whole other set of you know chemicals and 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 um, functions that are effective uh, affected so what is your understanding of first of all the harm because it all comes down to harm in the end doesn't it
1: Absolutely, Paul. And that's why we've raised this um, with the Ministry of Health is that we are concerned about the health of our youth. Um, You know, you said back in the day you were smoking, but I don't know how many years ago that was, but we now know the effects of cigarette smoking. And, you know, it's been really interesting to see that the students today, hardly any students smoke. because they are well aware of the effects of smoking. What concerns me, and as you rightly point out, we're not quite sure yet of what the effects of vaping are. There has been some studies, but my concern is that in um, 10, 20 years' time, we will uncover these grave effects and um, it will be too late. We've had a whole sort of generation of students, just like um, those of us that were smoking in the day, Um, you know, realize
0: and have significant health issues. Yeah, well, I there's 45 years ago I'm talking about, so (laughs) quite a a long time ago. Yes, yeah. And you could get into a lot of trouble for smoking. It was, you know, detentions and even suspensions if you if you're a repeat offender. So it was you know, it was really heavily policed even back then for that. Um, so what is the attraction? Is it the because there are nicotine products now in uh, yes. a lot of the vapes, and obviously yeah. there's an addictive um, potential there. Is, is that what is happening, that kids are being addicted to this?
1: Yes, some students are. What is concerning, Paul, is that we know that um, nicotine is a drug and it is addictive and it is harmful. So we know that from cigarette smoking. With vaping, there um, are a lot of vapes that do have a very high nicotine content. And the, there was a survey conducted by Asthma um, Foundation and the SPANS, the Secondary Principals Association of New Zealand. And a lot of students have said that they are addicted to smoking, but also to the very high nicotine content. Um, and some extreme um, health effects of that is students have presented with seizures. Um, and also there's an expression called sick," where they have inhaled so much nicotine in a short period of time, they physically become sick. Um, so it is the nicotine that is the concern and the health issue, but also there's the solvents in the vape, there's the flavoring. Um, you know goodness knows what effect that that is having um, you know on the students as well.
0: Again, in reading today, there is a, a certain line of thinking that it's better if, if people are going to smoke anything, it's better to vape than smoke cigarettes and it's kind of seen as, Maybe a um, not so harmful thing to do. But it's also possibly, the literature says, a gateway into actual cigarette yes. smoking as well. So it's hard to yes, know. Yes,
1: it is. And that's a shame because when vaping was introduced, um, there was a lot of mixed messaging. But the main message was that they are a very safe alternative to cigarette smoking. Um, And there is still a line of thought, and some parents and some students will still say, oh, it's much better than cigarette smoking, but actually it's not. But when vapes, you know, first came out, that certainly was the message. And they were a tool for people who were addicted to cigarette smoking. Unfortunately, I sort of feel the floodgates have opened. Um, They now are very accessible. The marketing campaign, I don't know if you've seen the the vape shops and the marketing, Um, it's very seductive and it is aimed at the much younger market. So, you know, because of that, young people have been um, seduced into um, vaping and sort of purchasing vapes, yeah.
0: So what to do about it? Um, Australia have heavily clamped down on vapes. I think they're only available through pharmacies.
1: Mm, Now, mm.
0: that seems to be, well, some might think that's a little over the top. You're at the front line, you see it. Yes. Um, How would you deal with the situation?
1: Well, Paul, I would go right back to the original tent of the e-cigarette, and that is to do what Australia has done and make it sort of prescription or even pharmacy available only. Um, you know, for someone who is addicted to cigarette smoking.
0: But what about adults like me who want mm. the right to choose what I do there? I've done my time. I've had cancer. I've had a heart attack. I've done my time in life. I can choose and mm. and, and I have my freedom, and I'm not trying to, to be combative here, but mm. this is a fair enough argument, have my freedom taken away because, you know, uh, a few kids have got nothing to do with me or many kids um, have an issue just like we did back in the day with smoke
1: yeah, but isn't that irresponsible when you think now what we know about smoking? Imagine in 10 years if we now know the same, you know, about vaping. One thing I think they could do is at the moment it's restricted. You have to be 18 years of age. Perhaps they could up the age to 21. What alarms me, Paul, is that um, the students are able to access the vapes. A lot of them saying they're getting from the vape shops and the local dairies, which is really worrying.
0: Yeah, because selling cigarettes and, again, I remember that from my, my day. I had to, you know, always be saying back in my day. But, um, you know, the, there was no way that the local shop owner would sell you cigarettes. Mm, mm. You know, they just wouldn't do it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm not saying they all do, but also what is worrying for me is the number of vape shops that have popped up and yeah, the enticing, yeah. the flavours, the pineapple lump, the fruit candy. I mean, it all sounds lovely.
0: Well, you could um, certainly make an argument for stripping the flavors away.
1: Yes, but I don't, I still don't think that goes far enough to change something from strawberry candy berry to just berry um, isn't good enough, I don't believe.
0: Yeah. Okay. I was thinking a bit more flavor stripping than that, <laughs> yes. down to b- basically no flavor, maybe.
1: Yes. Well, that's. I mean, they have brought these changes in to um, strip the flavours down, but to still keep it, you know, with the berry, and I still think that doesn't go far enough. I think, you know, I am concerned about the health of our youth. Yeah, of course. um, And therefore something needs to be done. And if it's perceived to be hard line, well, so be it.
0: Okay, but there is still a, you know, freedom aspect to that. I mean, adults you know, can be adults. Um, What do the students say when you, you know, like we used to be caught behind the bushes, what do they say? Are they defiant? Are they, what's their attitude?
1: Oh, look, they're pretty good, Paul. Schools are smoke-free as part of the um, Education Act. And it came in a few years ago that schools also had to be vape-free. So we make it very clear that there is to be no vaping, just like cigarette smoking here at school. Um, So if a student is caught vaping, schools have many options. Schools can stand students down, so that's for a period of time. But more importantly, Paul, it's talking to them about the reasons why they're vaping, getting the parents in, uh, getting the parents on side. Some students say, oh, they vape because they have anxiety. Well, when you look at... um, you know, some of the reports, vaping, the nicotine actually causes anxiety. So if a student feels they are addicted, we refer them quite often to the school health nurse. Schools have access to school health nurses. Um, Also, if it is an issue like anxiety, perhaps they need to be referred to the school guidance counsellor. So yes, there is the consequence of the stand down, but it's the wraparound and looking at the reasons why the vaping and how can we help them? How can we educate them? We do have um, resources supplied to schools for our junior curriculum to educate students, just like we do with um, cigarettes and drugs and alcohol. Um, And also we... um, just recently our school, but I know lots of schools do have um, their health nurse come in and do a session, um, just an education session on vaping, you know, what they contain and what we know so far with the effects. So it's about educating the students and um, just supporting them. Um, Yeah.
0: Do you think that works?
1: Yes, it does. It does. Hmm. And, you know, Paul, students aren't silly. And I think we have to challenge the, the concept. You know, students might say, well, everyone's doing it. Well, not everyone is doing it. Um, it's a choice you're making, whether it's peer pressure. So it's, yeah, you know, teenagers know. They're, um, I've got to say, a very, you know, mature bunch um, of students, they know
0: of course, back in the day, smoking was perceived as cool. It was all in the movies yes. and the advertising yes. was was geared that way. Is there a perception that it's a cool thing to do, vaping? Yes. like, Oh, there is, right?
1: Yes, it is. And also um, the higher nicotine content of your vape, the cooler you are. And, Paul, you just <laughs> have to look at the um, vape shops. I mean, they're like flash Gucci bag shops with the neon lights and the, yeah, the right. lovely packaging. So it's all very cool. Yeah.
0: Yeah. What do parents say? Okay, you mentioned that you might get parents involved.
1: Yes.
0: Um, are they, I mean, parents are time poor these days. I guess they can't yes. keep an eye on every, everything all the time, and some of them probably vape themselves. So um, are, are parents engaged in this?
1: Yes, they are. Look, most of all, parents are very, um, you know, very responsive and very supportive, Um, You know, there is the perception that parents will say, well, we did think, you know, it's better that the students are vaping rather than smoking. And, you know, and I think, again, that comes back to the initial mixed um, messaging that the ministry did um, send out. And to a certain extent, I feel are still um, sending out. But no. They're still
0: doing it that way. Are they um, still being definitive? Is that what you're saying?
1: Yeah, correct. Yes, I feel they are. Yeah. Yeah. but no, the parents, you know, are very supportive of a school stance because it's the health of their, you know, their of um, course. child. Yeah. yeah, and you know, initial studies have has shown that nicotine affects um, cognitive ability, um, you know, memory, attention in class, and that has effect on um, education, which is what we're here for.
0: Have you seen anything? I know it's probably difficult to tell, but have you seen any telltale signs of any effect? In, in those areas that you've just talked about Are, are, are students who vape less attentive are they more distractive as distracted are they you know are they not doing as well as you think they could is there any evidence for that
1: it's hard to tell Paul um, yeah that would be very hard to tell yeah just yeah. in talking to them they might say um I get anxious, therefore I vape, or well, however vaping is causing that anxiousness. But, yeah, that's hard to tell. I would day. have thought
0: social media would have been the bigger anxiety producer or generator, but there you go, because <laughs> it does sure seem it to.
1: I'm sure it contributes, yes. Yeah,
0: and maybe that's something else that needs to be limited too <laughs>
1: yes. in
0: schools. You yeah. get a double hit there, do the vaping and the social media <laughs> at the same time. Can, can you see anything changing, though? In the near term,
1: well, those changes have been introduced um, recently with regards to the packaging, um, the you know the naming. Also, there was a distance that vape shops were allowed to be from schools. Um, look, that's we appreciate that it's a step in the right direction, but we still feel it doesn't go far enough. I think what will happen, Paul, is that. More studies will be done and we'll have more information about the actual health effects. And once we have that and we keep promoting, um, you know, the effects of vaping, then I think we'll see what we did with the smoke, um, with the smoking, that there will be a decline. That's what I hope, anyway. And also, yeah. hmm. they're talking about getting rid of the single use vapes. So, you know, I am hoping that all of that will help.
0: Yeah, but people are still buying packets of cigarettes with, you know, horrible
1: mm. graphics mm. on the
0: side of people with their, mm. you know, bits of their body falling off and th- and doesn't stop them, you see?
1: No, but not teenagers. No. Well, few, much fewer, yeah.
0: Yeah, well, mm. they've got vaping now, you see.
1: <laughs> yeah, but the interesting thing is that students um, from the survey who said they took up vaping have never smoked.
0: Oh, that's interesting, yeah. yes. Yeah. Oh, well, yes. I'm not surprised because uh, it yes. is the new form of smoking. Yes,
1: yeah, but it's not like they've taken it up to help their addiction to smoking, yeah.
0: Mm. What are your colleagues around the country saying? Are you all sort of on the same song oh, sheet?
1: We are, absolutely, and that's why the Hawke's Bay Principals um, wrote a letter to the Minister of the Day, Minister of Health at the time, and also spans the Secondary Principals Association of New Zealand um, commissioned the um, survey um, into vaping. So we are. We're all concerned.
0: Uh, what sort of reply did you get back to that letter?
1: I have to say we were very disappointed, um, and I'll just read out a small paragraph. Oh, sure, go. I, I acknowledge your concern that these changes have not gone far enough. It is important to note that they only came fully into effect in November 21, by which time vaping among students was already increasing. I have made it clear to Te Aura. Health New Zealand, that I expect um, the National Public Health Service to enforce these laws. That was the laws with regard to a ban on sales under 18s and a ban on advertising and sponsorship. So, you know, they made some small changes, but it was interesting. I acknowledge your concern that these changes have not gone far enough. So, we were disappointed. I mean, it is good to see that. They have, you know, since then made some changes, which is great. It's heading in the right direction, but we still feel it's not enough.
0: Can you see us taking on the Australian, excuse me, the Australian sort of model?
1: I think we should. Whether that happens, it's hard to say. Yeah. But I I believe we should.
0: In the meantime, teacher patrols around the grounds, (laughs) just like the old days. (laughs) Yeah. You know the spots where they hide? Or, or do they do it in plain sight pretty well now? I,
1: I'm Not in wondering. plain sight. A lot of it's behind closed doors Yeah. in the toilets, yeah. It's yeah, well, very hard to detect. It's very different to well, cigarette that's, smoking.
0: That's very true because you'd get busted for that because you, you'd stink of it. <laughs> yes, and, yes. You know, the, the smell was so strong and, and it seems that, you know, vape um, uh, residue or smoke just is is almost imperceptible.
1: Actually. Yes, correct. Yeah, yeah, it
0: is. Yeah. Yeah, we can get away with it easily, eh?
1: Yes. All
0: right. Well, thank you for coming on and and telling us about that. And uh, boy, it's a it's a unless you go hard, it's a bit of a tough nut to crack, isn't it?
1: Yes, it is. Oh, well, thank you for the opportunity, Paul.
0: Okay. Well, let's see what happens, and maybe you'll get a a, a better letter next time.
1: Yeah, that would be great. All okay. right.
0: Thank you, Dawn. Thank you, Tay. Okay, Katite to you. Thank you. RCR with Paul Brennan. Reality check radio.